I told my stuffed animals about us. I told my stuffed animals about us. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to this week of I Told My Stuffed Animals About Us. I'm Alicia. And I'm Ashley. And today we are drinking wine. So true. Um, I just picked up this bottle from Trader Joe's. I've never seen it before, but it's uh, Rough and Ready Wine Productions Petite Syrah versus Petite Verdot. Um, it's from Lodi, California. It's got Lodi. some like boxers. Lodi, sorry. I don't know where that is. It's near um, Stockton. Oh, okay. Oh, oh, that's why you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've had some good Lodi wine before. It's actually really close to Napa. It's in the same valley. Okay. Um, but on the back, it says a brawling bout between two heavy hitters, deep ruby with purple hues. This mighty duo of a blend is filled with aromas of raspberry jam, black pepper, and maraschino cherries. Yeah, that sounds really tasty. Um, I'm drinking a 2019 Malbec. The brand is called El Ganador, um, which means the winner in Spanish. I don't have the bottle next to me, but it's good. Oh, this is really good. It honestly, that went down really smooth. Yeah, that's a lot of good grapes that you're working with. Mine's a little more tangy. It's got the nice tannins. Um, It reminds me a lot of the Housley Petite Syrah, actually. Mm -hmm. But obviously very different grapes. Nice. Nice. Um, so Alicia just got back from her first business trip, what, Thursday? Yes, or yeah, Thursday night, yeah. Oh my gosh. Um, and then I completed my first business trip like a month ago now, and so- Has it really been a month? Yeah, I left September 13th or 14th. I know. And I've got another one coming up in two weeks, no, three weeks, which is crazy. Right, right, right. Yeah, as corporate girlies, we wanted to- give a little insight into what it's like to travel for work at the wise age of 22 because now we're experts on business travel and how you do it well do you have a company card uh no we get reimbursed on everything I think they said like if you're concerned they can get you a company like not your own company card but like they'll let you use someone else's Mm -hmm. if that is something you're concerned about but for the most part we just like keep our receipts and stuff which I'm really bad about because like when I make personal purchases I don't usually keep the receipt because I'm like I'm not gonna return like most of my Mm -hmm. purchases are like groceries yeah so I'm not really a keep receipt person so like my very first receipt I like just did not take and I was like oh dang it but someone said that if it's under $50 they'll just do it Mm -hmm. um but yeah so we have a program that we can like start an expense report on but sometimes it's like it's not a robot that does it so like we actually have to like be careful about how we use it like drinks aren't supposed to be covered so like and you can't get a non-itemized receipt either because they like know that you're trying to do something there right yeah I I do have a company card but I travel alone and so it's different like I have to expense it myself And I made several mistakes using the company card. First one being when I got back to the U.S., I forgot to switch my Uber payments. And so I was out on the town late one night and Ubering home and I billed it to the company card, which is fine because Uber is really great about um, reimbursing, especially with companies. You get like 60 days to get that refunded back to your personal card or like change the payment method, which is really nice. But I have to expense, yeah, and itemize all my expenses. And so it was like Uber minus $15, Uber plus $15 because it got reimbursed and I had to be like, um, transportation. <laughs> but I don't know, using the company card feels so bougie, but I'm also terrified yeah. of it because they also tell me like what my personal budget is for today. I got $100 right. per day for food. 
That is so much money for food. A hundred? Yeah. We get, I think, I think it was like 50 for lunch and 70 for dinner. And I forget how much breakfast was. $50 for lunch? Where? I think so. Oh my lord. Are they giving you like five course meals? I know. I, yeah, see, that's, that's what we were all saying. Like, that's way too much. And they're not covering drinks. So, like, what are we supposed to do with that? Yeah. Like, why are you even getting money to spend? I also realized that, like, I, my stomach is only big enough for one course. Like, yesterday, I got my blood drawn and was like, I'm going to go take myself out to lunch as a reward. Mm -hmm. So I was like, I'm going to get crab rangoons and, and then pad thai. I ate all my rangoons and was like, I'm, I can't <laughs> eat very much more. Yeah. I'm so I like boxed and had dinner, which was nice. Uh, but I'm like, because growing up, my parents never like let us get like drinks or an appetizer or dessert. Mm -hmm. So like my stomach has like is accustomed to that. Like I can't. Right. Do multiple courses. No, I get that. I'm also bad at judging like how much of an appetizer I can eat before I'm going to be full. Mm -hmm. Like some people are really good where they're like, oh, I need to eat like X amount and then I can finish my main meal. I just get so excited for that. I, same with bread. When you get free bread at a restaurant, I'm just scarfing it down and then I get to my main course. I'm like, actually, I don't even want this anymore. So I, I'm kind of like anti-free bread sometimes because that's their tactic to get you to like not be able to finish or like they can give you less food unless it's brown bread at the cheesecake factory oh so I'm like you are allowed to manipulate me the cheesecake factory has such amazing portions as well like it's just yeah. so much food that if you get full on brown bread you are never going to finish your meal anyways unless you're like a linebacker or yeah. just finished a marathon or something like that like, when we went for your birthday, I honestly forgot we ordered a main course because after the appetizers, I was so satisfied with myself. <laughs> and I was like, oh, my God, us pasta surprise. Like, this is so pleasant. I know. And then I got that little sundae for dessert. And I was like, I can't. There's nothing yeah. left. No space in my stomach. But yeah. Um, like, that's another thing. It's like when you go to Duke's and then they like bring out the hula pie and it's like, this is huge. How am I supposed to like, and you can't transport that away. Like no. th it is an ice cream cake. Like I know. Yeah. Anyways, um, I wanted to ask about business travel. What was it like mm -hmm. for you to get on a plane and be a corporate girly, like going to a different city? So <laughs> I'm an anxious flyer. And when we were traveling abroad, I would I was like, you know, what? I've never heard of like a plane crash and them being like, oh, these students are studying abroad. So I was like, I'll probably be fine. But then I was trying to reason like that this time. But I was like, no, I've definitely heard of a lot of people on business when the plane crashes. <laughs> so that doesn't work anymore. Um, I do think I have probably hopped on more trains than the majority of my coworkers. And I'm that person who, like, needs to be efficient in the airport. Like, I want to be the fastest at TSA. Like, I don't want to be like the, oh, where's the gate? Like, we got to do this. We got Like, I am, like, boom, 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 done. Mm -hmm. And so I was, like, kind of annoyed. But then I was like, no, some of these people have not traveled before. That's why they're being dumb. Um, so, but then at the same time, like, there's so many, like, these like aggressive like alpha like need to prove that they're alpha males that I work with that are like they need to be the ones taking they're like they need to be one the ones navigating they need to be the ones ordering the uber so I'm like man that's fine if I could just sit back and not do anything that's fine too 
as long as we get everywhere on time, I don't really care. So, two sides to that. Yeah. I'm the same when it comes to airports. Like, I want to get there early. I want to get through security as fast as I can. I want to sit at the gate, have my time to yeah. decompress. I'm not somebody who likes to line up early to get oh on God, the no. plane either. That drives me crazy. I thought I was in line for, like, a good 10 minutes, and, I, and then we weren't moving. I was like, okay, whatever. Maybe there's a problem. And then I realized none of these people were in line. They were just standing right next to the line. And I was like, I wait, know. what? like, why are you here? You're not going to get on it any faster. Literally. So, no, that's definitely an ick when it comes to travel is dealing with other people. Oh, I also hate when you're exiting the plane and people stand up in the stand aisle. Up. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. So this happened on our way there. They were like, hey, we've got some tight connections. So if you aren't with like if you aren't flying in the next 30 minutes, please stay seated. And I turned around and looked and I two of my tall coworkers were standing up. So I was like glaring at them, like sit down. And then the two, the couple next to me, they're, they, like, assumed that, like, I was, like, stressed when I, like, looked upset. And they're, like, oh, I think she has to go. And I was, like, oh, no, 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 no. I'm okay. I'm just, I'm just making sure everyone else sits down. Um, yeah, it, it was so silly. And then I don't know if it's because I was going to the Midwest, but people clapped on both of my flights. I feel like I haven't witnessed a, an applause in a while, um, but on the way there, we had a really, it, it was like a pretty rough mm-hmm. landing. It's not the roughest I've been in. Um, but like we were, apparently we were going side to side, but I was asleep. I try to like, whenever there's turbulence, I close my eyes. Cause I'm like, it's not happening. It's not real. And apparently <laughs> I ended up falling asleep. So I don't remember going to side to side, but we definitely dropped a few times. Mm-hmm. Um, so when we finally landed and we landed, the landing itself was smooth. Did not hurt my butt or anything, but we were landing really fast. Like, we were going, like, full speed. Yeah. Um, and they started clapping. And I was like, okay, stop. <laughs> and then on my way back, that was truly the best airplane landing I have ever experienced. And people wow. clapped. And I'm like, okay, I get it, but, like, also, don't do this. Yeah. What airline was it? United. Oh. I am a loyal Alaska girly, but... Alaska was not flying there. And I was gonna say it was cheaper, and since it's the company card, they like have regulations. Yeah, that's unfortunate though. But yeah, but the one thing about flying in Korea is everybody's silent. Nobody talks in public transport right. at all, and so it was just like very rigid. Like nobody looked at each other, nobody talked yeah. to each other. It was very <laughs> scary. It was the other thing that was interesting is like there's masking regulations at the which airport did I fly to in Seoul? Incheon. And so when we were like landing the plane, we had to put our masks on. But once we got in the Just air, like on the way back, like they didn't ask us to put masks on or anything like that. And I was masked up because I was traveling internationally twice within yeah. like five days. So I was crazy. And the other thing is we had the PCR test when we got to Korea. Yeah. And I was like, if I test positive and I get stuck in some sort of like Korean quarantine hotel, I'm going to lose my Those mind. Those are nice. They feed you well. I know, but you're trapped, trapped. Like I've never yeah, done yeah. like a quarantine yeah. where I had to be like in, you know, six feet, just trapped. Um, but they do feed you well and things like that. But um so I was very cautious about my COVID precautions on the way there and back. But it was, it was just interesting to see literally the shift in the middle of the air. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What was it like traveling alone? Um, This one was the weirdest because like I've traveled alone before because I went home over Christmas break like when we were abroad. And so mm-hmm. 
I went back to the U.S. and then back to Argentina by myself. But this was weird because, like, I had never been to Korea before. And, like, yeah. I obviously know how to fly internationally and things like that. But it's not a language that I'm super familiar with. It's not a country that I'm familiar with. Like, and I only had, like, a week to mentally prepare myself because it was a yeah. last-minute business trip, too. Um, but I honestly like traveling alone. Like, I like being alone on airplanes and... Um, like having my own hotel room at the end of the night was, night was really nice to sort of decompress and things like that. So I didn't mind it, but it was definitely more scary because it was unfamiliar. Even like doing my first business trip, like I've gone to conferences and things like that, but working it like as a journalist covering it was also an interesting experience, like trying to figure out how to work. Um, Cause nobody was going to tell me that I was doing it right or wrong either. Like nobody had any critique for me until I got back and they're like, Oh, did you do all these things? And it's like, yes, thankfully. But um, I think that was the scariest part for me. It was just this not knowing what to expect. And also like, I knew I could figure out whatever happened, but I also said for myself, like, I'm not going to drink at these things or I'm going to do this and I'm not going to do that. And I didn't like, I was taking, Oh my gosh. I hope my coworkers don't listen to this. I was taking mezcal shots with people like at the first dinner that we went to and like having the little champagne and things like Mm -hmm. that. So that was really fun was watching all the like partying that happens in the corporate world. I was not (laughs) expecting that level of excitement. Yeah, so I was stressed because they told us there was going to be a networking dinner, mm-hmm. and I personally hate networking. Like, I understand it in certain industries. Like, I was talking to this our fr- to to this with our friend who is in like performing arts, and I was like, mm-hmm. I think that makes sense because it's like getting to know other like producers or other like people that you can work with that like that like it's different there because you're actually like these are the you're finding people to, that you're actually going to build a relationship with and you're both creating in the process right. whereas in business it's very much like you are a stepping stone in mm-hmm. my career and I don't like that like everyone is there knowing that like this person I'm talking to like neither of us actually care about each other we're just trying to excel mm. and that just feels really icky to me I also just hate small talk I don't like enjoy making first impressions or whatever. So I was really scared. And then we get there and we realize it really should have just been called social hour because it was just like people in my job position. There was no like execs or anything. Mm -hmm. And it was just, we had an open bar and some like, it was dinner, but it was like small, small bites. Like there's like, like, we had like those, um, in elementary school, we called them boats, but like, it's just like the, the, like the cardboard little, like what you would put a hot dog in at a fair. Okay. I can picture it. What are those called? Mm. Okay. Anyways. Uh, but like, yeah, it was like mac and cheese, noodles, like spring rolls, anything you can fit in there. Um, and yeah, it was, that was actually like the most fun part, which is nice because I was dreading that and we like made a little TikTok like my coworker like it was one of those things where like she gave everyone a different prompt and Mm -hmm. we were supposed to act like we didn't know and it was like oh like what are you wearing or like what are you listening to um how much is your rent in New York City Um, (laughs) that was fun I don't think it'll see the light of day though but that was nice um and I met another girl who used to go to Pepperdine. That was really cool. She actually found me on LinkedIn like a month or two ago and was like, and like, we knew we were both going to this business trip 
So she was like, I'll keep an eye out for you. And Aww. she did find me. She found me like she was going to the bathroom. And I was go- coming out of the bathroom and she found me. And I was like, oh, my God. And that was cool. But t- t- she was like, hang on. I like really got to go. Like, I'll find you later. <laughs> um, so that was really, really cool. Very nice. Um, but yeah, I at first was like, I don't want to like guess. It was I was not sure of like what my boundary would be because I when I thought that this this was going to be like a big deal networking thing, I was like, I need a few drinks to like be socially comfortable. Mm-hmm. But I also didn't want to be sloppy. Mm-hmm. Um, I did. I stayed away from the wine because I was like, that could be a dangerous slope. Yeah. Stayed away from Bacardi. Mm-hmm. Um, but they like. I don't really know who these bartenders were because they like didn't really know any. Like I asked for a Moscow Mule, they didn't know what that it, that was. Uh, and I was like, okay, well. Uh, <laughs> and I was like weird. looking on the table, and I was like, what can what would I mix from these mm-hmm. five ingredients? Um, yeah, so that was that was fun, and we like went out together afterwards, made some friends. Yeah. Um, took many a shot with the coworkers, but it was fun. Yeah. yeah, that's the other interesting thing about conferences that I did not realize was the thing was the after partying. And again, like yep. my conference, I was working. So like I went back to my hotel room is like furiously writing up stories and sending them back <laughs> to my coworkers on East Coast time. But um, no, everybody was like, oh, like, let's go grab a beer. Like mm-hmm. we're going out to the clubs. Like, let's go dance. And I was like, what are you guys talking yeah. about? Like, what are you doing? So I don't know. Yeah, they were shuttling us back from the office to the hotel. Because like everyone like, so this was everyone in my job position across the country was at this oh, thing. Wow. And so we all were staying in the same hotel and they took us back on the shuttle. And I sat next to this guy who is the only person in this position at D.C., um and for some reason like dc is in the same region as like as uh mid-south so he's with like the louisiana people instead of like the east coast like with (laughs) new york city and boston people that was i don't really understand that um and like some other people were making friends with like other regions and Mm -hmm. like the consensus was like oh like i want to go out with the californians (laughs) um so like there is a group that it was really confusing getting all the ubers and there is a lot of like weird logistical things happening at the hotel so we were like trying to figure things out but like there was a big group that went to hookah together and then like i just went straight to the bar and they met us there afterwards um and then like these three girls walk into the bar and they're like, oh, like we met someone from your branch. Like, this is what she was wearing. She said she'd be here. You know, she's coming. We're like, oh yeah, yeah. We know who you're talking about. Like she'll probably be here in like an hour. And so that was very interesting. And like, apparently there are other groups of people from our company who ended up there. Um, Cause, oh, it was someone's birthday. Um, mm. And this guy is quite the character. Like we'll have like, these big online meetings where like nobody talks because it's like so large but like he just asked so many questions that he kind of became a celebrity (laughs) so we got there like everyone was looking for him and it ended up being his birthday on wednesday when we were there that's so So funny that was wild um we sang to him in so many different places yeah um it felt very church camp though in the sense that like they like overworked us for one day. Like we had so many things and then it was like, okay, free time. And we go wild. And the next morning, like everyone, I mean, at church camp, it's that everyone is sleep deprived, but like they're at our business trip. It was like, everyone's hungover. Um, and they're like trying to like get us to do things on the last day. And everyone's just asleep. 
Oh, no. Yeah, they do wear you out by the end of those things. You're just go, go, go all day. So were you going to like sessions? Was there like a speaker? Yeah. What was going on? So we had like a bunch of sessions all back to back. So we started at nine in on Wednesday. So we all flew in on Tuesday evening-ish. We started at nine. Um, and I like wasn't jet lagged, but like at this point, like it was seven in the morning back mm-hmm. home. So it was kind of rough. Like we had a rough start. And so they like introduced everyone and then we did uh, like two sessions back to back, I think. And we had like a 15 minute break. Yeah. And then we did another session, had lunch and like we were in the same room the whole time. Like the place that they spoke to us was also where we ate. Um, And then, yeah, I think we had like four sessions on the first day, plus like a panel and then we had our networking event immediately after from like five to eight. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the next day we had two more sessions. Um, so yeah, we didn't really like get to like go out and about. We had like, you know, the, like that like bingo game where it's like find someone who like yeah. all of those different traits. Yeah. We did that at the very end and that woke us up. So we were like, why didn't we do that first thing in the morning? Right. That was a little silly. Um, but it was nice to segue from that to our networking event because then by the time we got downstairs, we were like, okay, we're like already in the mood to socialize. Right. Um, yeah. So that was kind of chaotic. There was one that was like, find someone who's born in the same month as you. And that took a long time. But I like made a bunch of matches for people. They're like, I'm looking for October. And I was like, oh, I just spoke to someone who's born in October. Like he's over there. Um, so that was kind of silly. We're playing yeah. matchmaker yeah yeah that sounds fun i my conference was a lot of panel discussions well so it was interesting because it was a week-long event so everybody got there monday and they were doing like diplomatic things because they called it a world congress and they were um going over all their different regional like agenda items and things like that Mm -hmm. um and so wednesday no i got there I got there Wednesday, but started going to the conference Thursday. So then everybody knew each other. Everybody had already been doing all the things for so long, but that was the first day that like press was invited. And yeah. so I was going to all these different sessions and panels, but nobody wanted to network at that point. So it was so awkward because I was like trying to meet all these people and they're all like, um, no, like I already know everybody. I don't want to meet you. Um, but yeah, it was a lot of that. And we had, when I first got there, there was this big opening ceremony and they had like, live dancers, maybe like 35 40 kids just came out and it was like the city's dance trope it's giving olympics yeah they literally called it the opening ceremony and then there was a couple different speeches made like government officials were there it was crazy people were really stoked about this conference and then that night we had like a taekwondo pop stars there was pop stars at every single dinner that they had for this conference there was like different symphonies and it was it was very silly but um yeah, it was very flamboyant. But the conference themselves, like I was just sitting there taking notes the whole time, just grinding away on like different industry notes and things like that. My coworker told me that I needed to think of networking as um, collecting as many business cards as possible. So just going around and like by the end of the conversation, like you have to give them your business card or get a business card in return. And then I go through at the end of the night and like see how many I had stacked up. Do you remember who's is who's afterwards? Some of them, like, if I had a real conversation with them, the other thing is a lot of the people 
because it was a like international event, I remembered a lot of people by their nationality. So I was like, oh, I remember talking to this guy from Malaysia or this guy from Nigeria or this guy from whoever, wherever. Um, And then obviously like the U.S. people, I was like, oh, hey, what are you doing here? But yeah, and then there was a press conference at the end, which was very silly because I was literally the only English speaking journalist. I'm sure the other journalists spoke English as well. That's like diminishing of me to say, but they're all, yeah, yeah, Korean native speakers, like publishing in Korean. And I was like, this is so funny. Just me asking my little questions and everybody had their little translator devices on. So when they asked questions in Korean, like I could know what they were talking about and the speakers could have it translated. And then when I would ask questions in English, same thing, like they would translate it back. I felt very, very James Bond, kind of techie, like, um, so this is a very, anyways, that was my conference. So very different, but yeah, it's fun to just chat with people at the end of the night. And I feel like everybody loosens up by the end. Cause we're all just so exhausted. Yeah. Um, how easy is it for you to come up with those questions like on the fly? Cause like, I was always that kid, like if like teachers would always like be like, I need you guys to ask questions. Like it's bad if you're not asking questions, but I'm like, I just can't think of anything to ask. It kind of depends. Like. I also come in there knowing like what I want to write afterwards, not entirely mm-hmm. like biased, but like um, my publication does something called a regional pulse where we'll just interview people from different nations and talk about trends and things like that. So that's always a story that I'm looking to publish is like what is happening in your vicinity, like what sort of issues are you seeing or what sort of um, changes. And so that's always an easy one. And then the other thing, the easiest questions to ask are like, what are the benefits of this thing that you're promoting and what are the challenges of it? Like there's some things that you just kind of load up because you know mm-hmm. that they have to answer it one way or the other. Cause the other thing about business, everybody has PR speak where they're like, this will be amazing. Like, we're so excited about this. Like, here's what's happening. And you're like, what is the goal? Like, what does this actually mean? Or how much does this cost? That's also an easy question. It's like the like necessity of it and things like that. So I don't know, you kind of get better at it and then other people ask questions you're like oh yeah that's a good one like I should have taken that from the get-go but other people come in there with loaded questions they want to like grill people and you're like oh very scary how they chose who was gonna go on this trip because they gave you really short notice so like yeah you know what that process was it was just geographic like they asked my coworker Mm -hmm. who lives in Seattle to go but it didn't work out like with her vacation time and so she had to decline the trip and then my other coworker was already planning to go to London like two weeks after this trip there's also just like a conference season which is yeah. late summer early fall where everybody's having conferences and everybody's traveling because it's in between like the summer holidays when people are off with their kids and the winter holidays and everybody wants to go home so it was literally just like well if everybody else is all booked out you get to go so same thing with this upcoming conference because my coworkers had all taken other ones like it was my turn to go but this one also makes sense because Miami is not too far from DC so I know what are you feeling post-conference do you feel more connected to your company are you more yeah I think in some ways I definitely feel more connected with like the other branches I think that's really mm-hmm. cool like I made friends with people from Chicago and like the Bay Area it was cool to get to because also like like we do like depend it's a very like geographic dependent kind of industry like the different things that we get to touch on Mm -hmm. so that was cool um and in general like it's nice to just like see some fresh faces like my and we're like a larger branch we 
had 17 people go to this conference and like as I mentioned with the DC kid like he's the only one Mm -hmm. um so like there's definitely like I've seen the same few people like over and over and over so it was nice to like get to talk to other people in some ways like I think in general like we just got to see another side of each other I mean like there's a good group of us who like have gone out drinking before together but like I feel like when you are like living in course close quarters and like seeing each other all hours of the day like that just opens a whole other like aspect of things so like we definitely know more about each other and for some people I'm like wow I like you more and for some people I'm like wow I like you a lot less (laughs) um (laughs) and so that was interesting um I don't think there's anyone who I was like wow I thought I really liked you and I didn't like I feel like the people that like we're already like giving me red flags I was like okay yeah (laughs) you were being kind of weird um but yeah so I think it's I I don't know I kind of like drew similar vibes to like when we were studying abroad for a little bit and like we'd all been kind of like we'd known each other for a bit like been doing like falling into that routine like we're kind of like okay I'm over this like don't want to be around you um no Tino Shay I don't know if any of my coworkers listen to this and it's I these things pass like it's it'll be fine like um I we haven't like been in the office since because like we all work from home the next day and like we're we're recording on Sunday so um I don't know we'll see and we're split into groups for the remaining trip so we have a two-week trip in February which is gonna be brutal because it's gonna be snowing and very windy in the Midwest I'm thinking of getting docks because I'm like that can pass as like professional if I have my pants on, you know, which yeah. I will. <laughs> and that can also withstand the snow, I hope. Um, but yeah, we're split into two groups for that trip. Um, like two people are going, not two a uh, one group is going the last week of January to the first week of February, and then another group is going two weeks in February. Mm-hmm. And then there's another one in March, which is one week, and that's like three different sessions. So we're really getting split up so like in a way like this was kind of sad because it's like our only like full trip all together um and I think that's part of the reason why people are going so hard was like we're only here for like one night like one full day night situation um and like this is the only time we're all gonna be here um and also it's just like is like a kind of a an alcohol heavy industry like there's always gonna be alcohol involved at deals like we like got a lecture before we left by our boss like don't like one girl like one she's not really our our manager but like she kind of is but she literally said to us do not get fucked up and we were like okay okay (laughs) um so that was kind of silly and nobody i don't i didn't witness anyone getting sloppy i know that some people like threw up in their rooms alone afterwards but like i think that like publicly like everyone had their together that's um, good which i was relieved by i was not too sure what was gonna happen yeah you never know especially with people you've never drank with in that capacity yeah so. yeah and it's like first business trip like people are right don't really know what to get up to yeah um emoji of the week maybe the spiral eyes that's like pretty standard on my rotation though yeah I think mine has been the grumpy face, not like the red 
angry face, but the one that's the same exact expression, but neutral colored, you know, the yellow one, which is kind of furrowed brows and grumpy. Huh? It's been a grumpy week. I've been throwing a lot of fits. Oh, no. Yeah, I'm feeling that sometimes. And your stuffed animal moment of the week? Um, well, Eeyore traveled with me, and Eeyore also went with me to my doctor's appointment to get my blood drawn. Mm. Um, which, like, the nurse was like, Eeyore is so proud of you. He has such a brave owner. And I was like, that was really nice, but, like, don't call me his owner. Like, what? <laughs> <laughs> no, this is a, a symbiotic relationship. We yeah. give and take. Yeah. The clothes that I ordered for Oliver came in this weekend, which was so Yay. much fun. Has he but- worn his Oktoberfest fit yet? No, he hasn't. I need to put him in his later hose. My mom also bought him a cowboy costume, but it was way too small. It was for like eight inch stuffed animals instead of like 11 inch stuffed animals. So everything was just way too tight. And I sent her a video. Yeah. And we were just laughing at how tight. I called it his magic mic fit because it was just way too compressed on him. Yeah. Um, And then do you have a pop culture moment of the week? Um. Selena Gomez and Hailey Bieber took a photo together last night. Oh my gosh. I also thought that was dramatic because when Hailey Bieber went on Call Her Daddy, yeah. they even talked about like the whole like, oh, she just needs to quash this, like comment a heart on her Instagram or something like that. And that's all it takes. And now they're taking photos together. So it's like, all right, does Selena Gomez listen to Call Her Daddy? Or that's what confused me friends? the most is like that podcast. I, I don't listen to Call Her Daddy, but like mm-hmm. I saw on like TikTok and like I know that that came out like. A few weeks ago yeah so, it's been a while from like the, the the timeline is just so good like I think if that podcast hadn't come out and I saw it I'd be like oh that's so nice that they're friends but now I'm just like what I know and I also don't know because Selena also is just a very private celebrity nowadays like she doesn't yeah. do like she is doing more projects and kind of getting back into the Hollywood spheres but I'm like is she like making a statement with this or are they both just like at these events now you know like post-pandemic that it makes sense to have this interaction or what and I also because they're in like multiple same industries now right and so I think that's also just more crossover but I'm glad Justin wasn't involved at all that would have been such an ick sorry that was a big gulp (laughs) big gulp oh my gosh when was the last time you've been to a 7-eleven Mm, I went to 7-Eleven to get Dippin' Dots with um, with our friend who is in Slovakia. We went, I feel like it was right before spring break. Hmm. Oh, so not that long ago. Yeah, it was the one across from the COVID hotel. Mm-hmm. And we listened to Lover on the way there. And That's she was cute. like, okay, I get it. I understand. Like, you really like Cornelia Street. I'm like, yeah. The last, like, distinct memory I have at a 7-Eleven is going with my now estranged roommate on 7-Eleven. Um, Which one? Which roommate? <laughs> Maybe that makes me sound Maybe we need a roommate episode. <laughs> Maybe I need to talk through our living situations. Uh, the most recent estrangement. Okay, okay, yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay. Um, yeah, we went in summer 2021 after we had gone... To her house for her birthday oh yeah yeah uh there's so much drama sometimes i'm like i'm not a messy person like i don't like i don't enjoy it like i don't want to sit in it too long but i am surrounded by it so i mm. guess that's also its own problem well at least you know how to fight because <laughs> i 
can't pick a fight. Oh my gosh, I was literally gonna fight somebody at the club this weekend. We can talk about that another time. Um, any last thoughts, last words, closing um, remarks? Closing remarks is an album is defined by its highest slays and not its lowest flops. Mm, rebank. That's about lover. <laughs> all right. Well, that's all for this week, guys. Love you from your favorite corporate girlies. XOXO. See you real soon. Bye. <laughs> Told my stuffed animals about us. Squeak. <laughs> <laughs>